Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, August 30th, and we are here on vacation. No, I'm not here really, but I'm on vacation and so is Mark. But you are here and you are listening to this pod because we got you into that habit of listening every day. And so we want to deliver what we are promising, which is helping you make sense of your financial questions seamlessly. And if you're a little bit of a voyeur and you've always been wanting to get in touch with us, but you're kind of scared, don't worry. It's as easy as going to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Of course, let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. Mark does everything else. That is what Anne did. Anne is on the line from New York. So I've been a saver all my life. I started with a mutual fund probably at about 18 Quickly made that an IRA. Then through work, I always had 401ks. I would roll them over to IRAs. I converted to a Roth probably in my late 30s. I'm in my early 50s. I now have money saved up in my Roth. I have some money in my work IRA or my work 401k. I recently had a loss in the family and I was left some money. And that's what I'm trying to figure out now is, do I have enough to retire at this age what do I need need to do to fill the gap in? All right. So let's go through a few of the details. So first of all, Anne, how old are you? 53. Okay. Are you married, partnered, single? I'm single, no children. Okay. And how much do you earn right now? I earn about 86000 a year. Okay. And on the 86000 you say you have a work 401k. About how much do you contribute every year? I'm maxing that out now at 30000 Wow. How much money have you um, put in the 401k so far? What do you have in there? 85000 Okay. And then you said you also have a Roth IRA, right? Yes. How much is in that? 410000 Wow. That's awesome. And do you have a brokerage account as well? Yes. I have my funds, except for the 401k, that one's at Fidelity. The other ones are at Vanguard. I have my um, brokerage there too at Vanguard along with the Roth. I have about 610000 in that 
And that's a mix of mutual funds, some bond funds, and a basic money market that I'm using to save up. Well, actually not save up, but using to put down on my home. I'm buying a new home out of state. Oh, all right. Hold on. We're going to get to that in a second. So in that brokerage account of 610, is the inheritance also in there included in that or is that held separately? Part of it. I had a two-part inheritance. So part of it's in that brokerage account Mm because that came in through a trust. Mm -hmm. And then the other part is in the inherited um, IRA. And how much is the total inherited IRA? That's $1,060,000. Holy smokes. It's like a lot of money here, Mama. And, and yes. in that inherited IRA, was the um, death recently in the last year or two? Is it prior? What, what it was, was, yeah, it was within the last nine months. Okay. All right. So we have 10 years to get that out. All right. Now let's go to some other stuff. You said you're thinking about a new house, which me, leads me to think you have a current home. Is that right? Yes. I own a home here in New York State, mm-hmm. and I, I did buy one down south. It should be finished being built in December. How much is your current home worth? I could sell it for about two fifty now. Uh-huh. Um, I bought it for one forty eight. I have a mortgage of a hundred thousand on it. Is the game plan to sell New York and move to the southern residence? Yes. And the place down south, how much is that? I'll be mortgaging about four twenty. So what's the value? So, okay, I'm sorry. 556. 556. So this is, you've already done this or you're about to do this? I already did it. Okay. Look at you. I already did it. So, (laughs) so when, so what did you, you put down money from brokerage? Where did you have the money come from? Yeah, I just, I took it from the brokerage. I had, um, since that relative um, passed away, I've been withdrawing 9,000 a month um, with the goal of getting it down within 10 years, but in smaller chunks for tax reasons. Mm -hmm. So I've been using that money for my initial down payment, and then I'll be accumulating it the next, what, seven months Mm -hmm. and using that rest put down for my deposit, then taking the money I get from the sale of my New York home, replenishing my brokerage. So I really won't be out money. All right. I mean, you have plenty of money, so let's not go crazy. So at the end of the day, you'll own this house down in the South. You'll move down there full time. Was the idea that you were always going to retire or were you go, were you planning on working and then, um, and perhaps trying to do something remote? Like what was the game plan that you had? And my initial plan was to work until about 58 or 59 and retire because I could fill the gap with health insurance through the money I had saved, because that's the one thing that's bothering me now is health insurance Mm -hmm. um, until I can collect or uh, take Medicare. Right. So my my thought now is to partially retire, to pursue mm-hmm. hobbies. I'm moving down to a 55 and over. Mm-hmm. It's on the lake. Mm-hmm. So there'll be some activities, blah, blah, blah. So my idea was, would I be able to retire within the next two to three years? How much do you think that you will need to live on when you move out of New York? What's your guess? I've actually been working on a budget mm-hmm. and I've overestimated it just to be safe and I'll need a roughly maximum 6000 a month. I'm very frugal. I do like to travel. So I have um, put some money aside for that. Okay. When you say the 6000 a month, does that include your health insurance or not? No, that does not. And that's assuming that I'm getting it through work still. So I did not add that. And that's going to change it. And that's, that's what's holding me up is the health insurance. Uh, let's just add it in. 
Now we need $7,000 a month, right? If you take your, let's just, we're going to pretend, when, when is the house ready to be done, done? Like what, you want this to happen like now or the end of the year? Like what's your game plan? Um, I'm, I'm waiting for it to be finished being built. Probably between December and February, I should be closing. All right. So we can say you're done at the end of this year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would do this. I would stop taking money out of the inherited IRA right now. It's just going to add to your tax liability and you're still working. So you don't need, you don't need that money right now. And you're living fine on your 86000 right? Yes. You yes. feel comfortable, right? Okay. So first things first, what I would stop doing is maxing out your retirement account, your traditional 401k. I would stop doing that because we just want, we're like, we need to just have money that's liquid and easy and living on it. You don't, you don't need a 401. You don't need the traditional money. You don't need that. Absolutely don't need that. So what I think is the game plan is that you would, I, I think I agree with what you're, you're, where you were going with this, which is, okay, I'm 53. Between 53 and 63, I'm just going to use the money from the inherited IRA. I'm going to pull the money out every year and I'm going to live on that. Like pay yourself. Think of it as like, that's my, that's my wages for the next 10 years. And you're not entitled to a pension or you are? No, no pension. Okay. So we're going to basically deplete this within 10 years because you have to, which is fine. You can afford this because amazingly, you know, maybe not when starting next year, if you take this money out, if you say, let's just make it round number 10 grand a month, you pay the tax on your 10 grand a month, right? That's 120,000. You'll be in the 22% tax bracket. If you're going to have a little bit of a deduction from the mortgage and, you know, even if it's not enough, you, you certainly have a standard deduction that you're mostly going to be in the 22% tax bracket. You take 10 grand a month, you pay your tax that's due you are basically living on that for the next nine years. Okay. Easy. You're, it's all done in nine years. That's you, you've complied. You've taken the money out. Great. At that point, you're 63 years old. Actually, you're, are you 64? Right. Because this is for next year we're starting in. And now we have to think about social security. And the cool thing is about your situation is that you have the brokerage account and you have the Roth IRA. So you have a million dollars already. And you use that to live on for those next few years before you claim your social security. And then I think you're good because now what we have is your social security benefit. So tell us what is your social security benefit likely to be? Let's start with your full retirement age. The full, I'm planning on taking retirement at 65. Why? Um, well, it would, the full retirement would be 67. Yeah. So what's the number at 67? Oh, at 60, I don't know that number. I know. The number at 65 would be like 30,000 30, a year. Okay. Um, and I know you're just sort of pegging that to like, oh, it's Medicare, but you're still probably better off waiting till 67. Do you have longevity in your genes? Yes, I do. Um, that's what gets me thinking about how long will this money last? Will it last me if, say, I make it to my late 80s or early 90s? Probably. Um, I live a healthy lifestyle. I mean, if you wait till age 67, you still have, remember, we've got, Basically, we have right now uh, about $1.1 million, right? Right this second. Um, forget about the inherited IRA. That $1.1 million, even if you don't put any new money in, well, you're going to put a little bit in because you'll have from the proceeds of your house. So let's say you have $1.2 million. Mark, what is $1.2 million 
invested for, uh, let's make it 14 years, okay? And let's use a rate of a 5%, 5% annualized return for 14 years. Uh, 2.34. Okay. So if you have $2.3 million at the age of 67, could we then generate the money that we think you're going to need to supplement Social Security? I think you can. I think that that will be just about perfect. Because remember, your, your health insurance, it's not going to go to zero. It, you know, it, you're going to have to pay for insurance out of pocket for now. But in Medicare, your costs will go down a little bit. And I think you should be just fine to generate six grand a month, even if I inflated that six grand a month. You'll have the money to do it. If you're feeling at all skittish about this game plan, you could work full time. You could work part time now. You you know, there are a lot of ways for you to bring in extra income. I guess what I don't know is like, how much do you really want to be done done? That's where I am mentally. I'm, I want to be done done, partly because I'm, I'm at that age where I've been thinking about it, but I'm in the middle of selling this place and moving into a new one. I really am mentally done, mm-hmm. at least with this particular job, but I'm worried about just resigning and having the money run out on me at one point. I'm not an overspender. I'm very cautious. So I'm not worried that way, but I'm relying on the market. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that there's a problem, though. If you're a worry ward, the way to do it is if you hate what you're doing, can you, is there a way for you to do what you're doing part time? No, not this particular position. Hmm. Okay. So then, then what I would do is there's two choices. One is like, you know what? I'll just, it's what I know. I know how to do it. It's fine. Or it's like, do it through the end of the year do your move and then go make some money part-time doing something, make another 30, make 30 grand a year doing something, something, not like nothing that's going to cause you stress that will take the edge off for you. But I think you can do it. I mean, you are young. You're awfully young to do this. That was my concern, but it's reassuring to hear you and to hear these ideas because I didn't think of it that way. I'm thinking of when that um, inherited IRA goes, I forgot that I will still have money left over that right now is earning money. Yeah. I haven't invested. It's balanced. I'm going to recalibrate it. Yeah. So even if there's something catastrophic, it's not going to go away. I think that's what I needed was the reassurance from you and the idea of two different or three different plans at this point. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a great problem to have. And I'm hopeful, you know, it's so funny. I keep hearing from people who are in similar situations where it's like, I'm kind of close, but you want an off-ramp or you want an on-ramp. Maybe it's like a an off-ramp from the anxiety and on-ramp to maybe a different time and a different way of, of living your life. And I think this is a really good outcome for you. Look, if you're if you had not inherited this IRA, we would not be having this conversation. Correct. It would not be doable right? You know that. Correct. And and even like, look, most people are not in a position when they're in their 50s to move up when we're talking about their their housing. You know, like you're, you're doubling the cost of your housing essentially, right? So if something changed or if you felt weird about the whole situation, then you could simply just you know, work a little bit longer. You could keep going. You can see where you stand. You can give us a call back in a year and see, you know, all these things are possible, but you have a lot of choices. I think you're in very good shape. Thank you. That is really reassuring. And that's what I needed to hear. Good. Um, 
And I think I'm leaning toward working just till the end of the year. Good. Good. Screw them. Let, let, them, let them eat cake, Anne. All right. If yes. you, like Anne, are considering a big change of location, of job, of uh, really just remaking your whole life. First of all, this is a total great money reset because this is using an asset, meaning the inherited IRA, and allowing yourself, give yourself permission to do the thing you want to do. And if you need us to reinforce that permission, give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. Don't forget, you can subscribe to Jill on Money wherever you find your favorite podcast. Just tell people about it. It's very helpful, actually. Lift someone up. Change your work. Change your wealth. Change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.